Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Okay, now we're going to see what your uh, partner's attachment style is. And listen, you are not doing this to put your partner in a box or to use it as leverage or to blame or point fingers or judge. What you are doing this for is to um, get better understanding, right? It's all about understanding your partner. Um, I, I don't want you to do this test and then suddenly have some, you know, anger or resentment or you think that your partner is less than or defective that is not uh, true and that is not what we're doing we are trying to understand your partner more um, so you could you could see where the behavior comes from right and then that will it'll just it'll actually it creates more room for um, compassion so here we go what I want you to do is uh, obviously grab a piece of paper you're not doing this in your head um, or if you're driving, or I don't know where you're listening to this, but um, take a seat, take a breath, maybe grab a beverage, um, and grab a piece of paper, and put some thought into this, right? So it's going to be a while, it's about 20 minutes, um, but it's good. All right, so I want you to first write group A, and for group A, this is how it's going to work. It's different than the other test. Uh, one, the number one is going to be not at all, right? Not true. Number two is kind of true. And then number three, number three is very true. So uh, what's kind of uh, complicated about this test is it's going to be like, a, you know, a, a degree. So um, it's not just black and white. It's like you're scoring the... Uh, the degree of truth. So one is not true at all. Three, three is very true, and two is moderately true. And we are talking about your partner, not you. Okay. So question one, under group A. So all these questions are under group A. One is uh, sends. Uh, the first question is sends mixed signals. So seems distant and aloof, yet vulnerable at the same time, which you find irresistible. <laughs> Sometimes calls a lot and other times does not. Uh, says something like, when we move in together, but then later acts as though you don't have a future as a couple. So it's basically, you know, I love you, get away. <laughs> that, is that very true? Three, if, is that not true at all? One, or is it kind of true? Two. So usually your first gut is the most accurate. So don't think about it too much. Um, question two values his or her independence greatly looks down on dependency and neediness so you know i need a lot of space my work takes up much of my time and there's no room for anyone serious in my life right now i can never be with someone who isn't completely self-sufficient is that very true of your partner uh three not true at all one or somewhere in the middle two uh number three devalues you or, or previous uh, or previous partners so and even if it's kind of like joking, right? So jokes about how lousy you are, like driving or reading maps or whatever. Uh, maybe he or she is a little patronizing. Describe someone he or she uh, was once with. Uh, really uh, describe someone he or she was once really interested in, but after a couple of dates, it became uh, very turned off because of uh, you know maybe like a physical feature or something. 
and also maybe um, cheated on a past partner. So three, if that's uh, very true, one, if it's very not true, and two, somewhere in the middle. All right, you get the one, two, three, right? I don't have to repeat that every time, hopefully. Four, question four is uses distancing strategies, emotional or physical. So um, had a previous partner for six years, but they lived in separate households maybe. Uh, prefers to go to sleep at home, uh, to use separate blankets or to you know sleep in a separate room. Now listen, if your partner has some kind of uh, physical sleep situation, that's totally different. Prefers taking vacations alone, plans are left unclear uh, when you will meet again or, you know, if you guys are going to move in, stays uh, a stride ahead of you when you're walking together. This is hilarious because this is actually something I do. Um, and I've gotten so many complaints for is I walk way too fast. Actually, I don't think so. Me walking ahead is does nothing to do with my attachment style. I'm just a fucking high strung Korean that needs to calm the fuck down. So um, that's something that I've been working on is not walking ahead. Uh, okay, never mind. You don't care. Okay, so one, two, or three. Three if it's very true, one if it's not, two if it's in the middle. Number five, question five, emphasizes boundaries in the relationship, uh, makes you feel that these are like these are my friends and my family, right? Kind of puts you, uh, keeps you out, doesn't want to invite you to his or her place, um, maybe always wants to uh, prefer to spend time at yours. And again, this isn't because uh, his or her place is a uh, shithole or because it's being, you know, uh, sprayed for, for bugs. It's just gen the general rule of thumb. One, two, or three. Three if it's very true, one if it's not. Two, somewhere in the middle. All right, question six. Has an unrealistic uh, romantic view of how a relationship should be. So it like, talks longingly about finding the perfect person one day, idealizes a past relationship, but is vague about what went wrong. Um, says things like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to you know, feel the way that I did about my ex. One, two, or three. Question seven, mistrustful, fears being taken advantage of by a partner, is sure that dates are out to hitch him or her into marriage, Feels uh, fears partner will take financial advantage of him or her. One, two, or three. All right, just a few more questions under group A. Question eight, has rigid view of relationships and uh, uncompromising rules, which you must comply with, has a strong preference for a certain type, you know, very good looking or very thin or blonde, whatever, um, is, certain it's, is certain it's best to live in separate houses or not get married, possibly, making sweeping, uh, sweeping statements like all women this, all men that, doesn't like talking on the phone, even if that's your main way to connect. Does anyone talk on the phone these days? Um, one, two, or three. Number nine, during a disagreement, needs to get away or explodes. You know what? I forget it. I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, gets up and walks away in a fury. Does that sound like your partner? Three, if it totally does. One, if it doesn't at all. And two, if it's somewhere in the middle. And the final question, number 11, has difficulty t talking about what's going on between you. Uh, makes you feel uncomfortable for asking where the relationship is headed. When you say something is bothering you, respond, I'm sorry, uh, without further clarification. Um, kind of, you know, avoids things. Certain topics are off limits. Three, if that's very true. One, if it's not true at all. Two, in the middle. 
So now add up the scores for so you have all you know you have a list of one, two, and threes, right? Add them up, and then circle the added number. So either pause this, or um, if you're great at math, not like me, you've probably already finished. I hear you uh, pulling out your calculator on your phone. Don't try to pretend like you could add this shit up in your head. Sorry. Okay. Group B. Now, these questions fall under Group B. It, let me ask you this. Can you guess what Group A is? Like all those questions, uh, listening to those questions, is that fall under um, anxious attachment? Does that fall under secure attachment? Or does that fall under avoidant attachment? I am not going to give you the answer. Well, not right now. All right, group B, question one, uh, reliable and consistent. Phones when he says uh, that he will phone, he or she, makes plans in advance and follows through. If he can't make it, uh, gives advance notice, apologizes, and specifies an alternative plan. Doesn't go back on promises. If he or she keeps a promise, then uh, or doesn't keep a promise, then explains why. One, two, or three. Question two, makes decisions with you, not uh, without you. So discusses plans, doesn't like to decide without hearing your opinion first, makes plans that take your uh, preferences into account, doesn't assume that he or she knows best, right? One, two, or three. Question three, flexible view of the relationship, isn't looking for a particular type of partner, isn't like, you know, like I have to be with this person who's a certain age or appearance, is open to different arrangements like moving in together or not, uh, you know, having separate bank accounts, whatever. Doesn't make sweeping statements like all women this, all men that. After you guys get married or move in together, uh, oh, no, no, doesn't say things like after you, you know, you get married, moving together, the people change on you. So three, if that's very true, two, if it's not I'm sorry, three if it's very true, one if it's very not true, and two if it's somewhere in the middle. Four, communicates relationship issues well, makes you feel comfortable for asking about where the relationship stands or um, how he or she sees your future together. Even if the answer is not to your liking, they are honest, tells you if something is bothering them, doesn't act out or expect you to guess. Speaking of guessing, I hope that you have guessed now that group B, the qu all these questions on the group B is secure attachment, right? The ideal attachment, healthy attachment. Okay, question five, can reach compromise during arguments? Uh, does their best understand what is really bothering you and um, to address that issue? When you have a misunderstanding, is not too busy uh, proving that they are right to solve the problem. Question six, not afraid to commit or uh, not afraid of commitment or dependency. So it doesn't worry that you are trying to impinge on their territory or freedom. Um, isn't afraid you or other partners are trying to trap them into marriage or, or their money. Three, if that's very true, uh, meaning that the, your partner is not afraid of commitment or dependency. One, if it's not true, and two, if it's somewhere in the middle. Next question, doesn't view relationships as hard work, doesn't, doesn't talk about, you know, how, how much compromise and effort a relationship takes, is open to starting a new relationship even when circumstances aren't ideal, like work, study, you know, all that kind of stuff. 
three if that's very true, one if it's very false, two somewhere in the middle. Next question, closeness creates further closeness. So, you know, after an emotional or revealing conversation reassures you and is there for you, you know, doesn't suddenly get cold feet or like after sleeping together tells you how much you mean to him, you know, not just how good the sex was. Hopefully the sex was good, was great. All right. Um, three, if that's very true. One, if it's very not true. Two, somewhere in the middle. Number nine, introduces friends and family early on, wants to make you a part of his or her circle of friends, might not initiate your, um, your uh, meeting his family or friends uh, right away, but if you ask, then you know, he, glad, he or she gladly invites you to meet his friends and family or her friends and family. Three, if that's very true. One, if it's not. Two, if it's somewhere in the middle. Now, real quick, you know, these aren't blanket statements because, of course, there's situations um, that have nothing to do with attachment styles, right? So, like, if he has, uh, if he's embarrassed of his family or if their family, his family's going through some kind of uh, uh, situation and there's a reason for that, right, that's different. These are just kind of generalizations. All right, uh, number 10, naturally expresses feelings for you. Uh, you uh, usually tells you early on how he or she feels about you uses the three words i love you generously three if that's very true one if it's not true at all two if it's somewhere in the middle final question for group b doesn't play games um doesn't leave you guessing or uh try to make you feel jealous doesn't make calculations such as i already called twice now it's your turn or like you know like since i did this you need to do that three if that's very true one if it's not true at all and two if it's somewhere in the middle so now add up the scores for that group group b okay home stretch group c here are the questions i'm just waiting uh so you don't have to pause me <laughs> all right did you add up group B scores? Perfect. Um, number one, wants a lot of closeness in the relationship. Agrees to go on joint vacations, move in together, or spend your time together early in the relationship. So, you know, really wanting to get close very fast. And although, you know, they might not initiate it, um, but likes a great deal of physical contact, holding hands, caressing, kissing, all of that. So that's, if that's very true, it's three. If it's not true at all, it's one. And somewhere in the middle, too. Next question. Expresses insecurities with that, uh, and worries w about rejection. So, like, ask a lot of questions about your past partners and assess where uh, they stand in comparison. Or uh, tries to see whether you still have feelings for your ex. Tries hard to please you. Fears that you'll stop having feelings toward uh, them or will lose sexual interest. One if it's not true at all, three if it's very true, or two if it's somewhere in the middle. Next question, unhappy when not in a relationship. You can sense that uh, they're desperate to find someone even if they don't say so. And sometimes the date feels like an interview for the future husband or wife slot. One, two, or three. Next question. Plays games to keep your attention and interest. Acts distant and uninterested if you haven't called. Uh, pretends to be unavailable or busy. Tries to manipulate certain situations to make you more available or interested. 
So one, two, or three. Next question, uh, has difficulty explaining what's bothering them, Ex uh, expects you to guess, expects you to uh, pick up from subtle cues that they're upset, and if that doesn't work, starts to act out. One, two, or three. Three if that's very true, one if it's very not, two if somewhere in the middle. All right, next question, acts out instead of trying to resolve the problem between you. So threatens to leave during an argument, um, and then later changes their mind. Doesn't express their uh, needs, but eventually acts upset about an accumulation of hurts. One, two, or three. Question seven. Has a hard time not making things about them in the relationship. So, um, you know, for example, if you have to work late, then... Uh, okay, so if you have to work late when, like, you know, they're at a party, interprets that as you don't want to meet my friends. Or if you come home tired and don't want to talk, interprets that as you don't love me anymore. So very kind of needy. Uh, so what is that, one, two, or three? And then question eight, lets you set the tone of the relationship so as not to get hurt. You call, she calls, uh, you know, you say your feelings first, and then he or she does. So basically, they don't take chances, you know, and by they, your partner. Is that very true, right? Are you the person in the relationship that has to kind of go first when it comes to being vulnerable? Um or even not only being vulnerable, but maybe it's actions and, you know, whatever, behavior. Um, one, if it's very not true. Three, if it's very true about your partner. And then two is somewhere in the middle. Question nine, is preoccupied with the relationship. So is always thinking about the relationship a lot. Uh, when you're not together, calls or texts a lot. Doesn't, uh, doesn't call at all and waits for you to call as like a, defense, a defensive act. Um, at the end of the day, you go home to sleep, and they go home and, and uh, hashes out every detail with their friends. So is that very true, three, or not true at all, one? Or two, somewhere in the middle. All right, two more questions. One, uh, or ten, question ten, fears that small acts will ruin the relationship, believes they must work hard to keep your interest. Says things like, um, I called you so many times today, I'm afraid you'll get tired of me, or like, you know, um, I really didn't present uh, myself very well to your family, and now your family will hate me, like that kind of shit. Three, if that's very true. One, if it's very not. Two, if it's somewhere in the middle. Final question. Suspicious that you may be unfaithful, like accesses your passwords, checks your email, hypervigilant uh, about your whereabouts, goes through your belongings, looking for evidence. By the way, that is not cool. <laughs> one, two, or three. Now add up all the um, one, twos, and threes uh, for, I mean, don't add up how many one, twos, and threes you have. Actually add them up, tally them up. So uh, what's the total score? I'll give you a second to do that as I stretch. Okay, so here is the scoring key. 11 to 17 is very low. You're partner definitely doesn't have this attachment style so you know um so that, oh actually let me tell you what what they are the group a is someone who has a an avoidant uh, attachment style group b is someone who has a secure attachment style 
and group C is someone who has an anxious attachment style. Okay, so group A, tally, uh, you, you've, you've uh, tallied up the score. Uh, so 11 to 17 means very low. Your partner definitely doesn't have this attachment style. If the score is 18 to 22, then it's moderate. Your partner shows a tendency to, toward this attachment style. And then if it's a 23 to 33, it's very high. Your partner definitely has this attachment style. So what I love about this is it's not black or white, right? There's a spectrum. A lot of times when we, when we put people in a box and they are, they are this, then it's very easy to judge them, and that's not what this is about. Okay, uh, hopefully that was helpful. And again, the goal here is uh, better understanding um, so we can practice love and compassion. It's not about um, blaming or accusing someone of being a certain way. And, you know, think about your own attachment style. And after doing the, the quizzes, you know, ask yourself what revelations have you had um, or what comes up from this understanding, right? Are you able to connect dot, dots more? Um, I also think that you should talk to your partner about this and kind of do it together. Now, when you do it together, you have to be really... It's really important that you guys aren't defensive about it, but you're doing it with the intention of understanding each other, not as like um, leverage, uh, to, you know, to like, you know, accuse someone and say, oh, you know, you're this and this is why. Look, it says, you know, in this quiz or whatever. And so you're just doing it to understand each other better. So that's the intention. So if you're going to do it together, do it uh, coming from a place of love and not defense. These are tools to help you guys not to hurt you guys.